am I the asshole for abandoning my fiance and taking another man to Thanksgiving? This story is very special to us because it comes from our subreddit, r slash OKOP show. It's part of the OK gang. And if you have a story that you want to submit to us, go to r slash OKOP show and submit it right now. We might just read it. This story comes from user OK Honeydew. All righty. So to start off, it might be a long one since there's a bit of a backstory, but I'm excited to get into that. Backstory. Me, 21 female, and my fiance, we'll call Cody, 21 male, met when he came to my school at 10 years old. History. Yeah, history going for sure. We started dating at 13, me, and 14, him. We've been together for almost eight years and got engaged two years ago when I graduated Army basic training. We've had our share of ups and downs over the years, mainly from his end. A year into dating, he was trying to get another girl to be his girlfriend. He'd go to our house. He joined drama club for her and partake in a Mary Jane with her, the bad boy. Also, but like, I mean, it's bad, but they were also only 14. Yeah, you're pretty young. I mean, even 21, like OP is like 21. That is, that is young too. That's crazy. I mean, it's still, it's, again, it's still bad, but wow. Like that's an early, like I, I know some of, do you know anyone who like started dating that early? Yeah, Um. in sixth grade, I was going to go ask out this girl to be my girlfriend. She already asked a friend of mine and they got together on 12, 12, 12. That's a great, great day. And they're still together. Wow. They're not married yet. I don't know why. I've heard some things. What did you hear? Like that they cheated on each other or something like that. I don't know if it's true. I hope not. It would break my heart if it was. Yeah. Like not that it's good, but I understand if you have a relationship that early, like, and you're immature and stuff, you know, not excusing it, but we were in ninth grade when this happened and I didn't find out the full truth until 10th grade. Up until this point, he claimed she was ugly, looked like a boy and had weird blue hair. When I found out, I was upset, but got over it because we were dumb ninth graders, right? That's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. It's like, yeah, it's like you're young and stupid. I mean, I'm still young and stupid. Not that young. You're not stupid. Then in our first year college, I was feeling paranoid and went through his phone. I found OnlyFans, which he also said was disgusting, and he doesn't understand why girls or men would use it. He also had conversation with girls that bordered on inappropriate topics and saved a ton of Instagram girls' pictures showing a lot of butt and cleavage. I almost left him over this again. Okay, of those things, what is your order of what is the most egregious offense? Riley, what would your order be? Definitely the only fans because you're like putting money towards seeing other women and then the... And he's messaging those women too. Yeah. Okay. So only fans first, then what? And then saving the pictures of the stuff. Wait, you said... Oh yeah. OnlyFans mess. Well, oh, I would go Instagram messages first, OnlyFans second, and saving the butt pics third. Uh, yeah, that's the move. Because I mean, if my girlfriend saved a bunch of like hot dude pics on Instagram, I don't think I would think that much of it. Yeah, honestly. But if I, I feel like my girlfriend would get mad at me though if I did save a lot of like hot girl pics or yeah. liked them. Some girls are chill with that, I think. Yeah, I've, I've just never been like that kind of way on Instagram. Yeah, me neither. I like, I wouldn't go through my Instagram just to like, like hot girls. Yeah, it's only when like my buddies like check this out and then like it's on my phone the next day thanks man thanks for changing my explore page but he pointed out that most of the date stamps were again from six months prior he claimed it was a dumb mistake from when i was stressed and depressed in college with no desire to get dirty in the sheets i was stupid and let it go because we were just young college adults well maybe a little bit that's a little bit worse i think by the time you're in college you should have a more developed prefrontal cortex those were his prior mistakes when we were in high school, we didn't go on dates.
States, I go to his house and we get risky a couple of times and I get a ride home. We were just teenagers going at it at any chance we got. In college, we just drank a bunch and got frisky a couple times a week. Now we are basically roommates who sleep in the same bed and bang once or twice a month. Since we've been together, I've realized I'm also into women and don't have any desire to get freaky with my fiance much. I feel as though the spark is dead and there might be better options out there for both of us. Okay, yikes, we're getting some dicey territory. It also feels like a lot of the, like it, it seems like he broke the trust a couple of times. Yeah. Opie, I'm curious how you kind of discovered your feelings for other women too. Like how did those develop? Is it like, have you tried anything yet? Or is it just like you're noticing these feelings building? Do you think it's the same way like us boys are attracted to women? Like, like she started looking at girls and be like, oh, nice. But it's like, it did like, I feel like, I mean, I guess like I, I mean, it seems like she noticed it in college. So I'm wondering like what? What sparked that? Yeah. Now to the story. It was Thanksgiving day and I was driving me and Cody to my family brunch. He starts saying things like, are you happy? And we should probably talk and make sure we are because we're about to get married, which is a weird thing to say if that is how you're proposing. Are you happy? You want to talk about this marriage thing? Yeah. <laughs> That is weird. Kind of a lame way to propose. Wait, when did I mention the tear jar? Was that this episode? I start to panic thinking he's going to break up with me, but we get to my family's house. That meal was awkward with little to no talking between us. The rest of the day, we just ignored that conversation. We continued with his family's dinner and I went to my work party around 7 p.m. I work at a small bar in our hometown, which has like a 1,113 people. There's a total of five workers at the bar, only four of which showed up to the party and about five of our regulars drinking at the bar. We all have a couple of drinks and start playing pool. We have two pool tables, so we were trading off winners and played for about 30 minutes before a regular, we'll call him Austin, 28 male, shows up and calls the next winner at our table. I am notoriously bad at pool, so we were all shocked when I won. We all play around before trading off and continue to trade partners for a couple of hours. While playing, another female bartender who is bisexual comes out out of the blue and tells me to rethink my engagement and make sure he's the one before we end up like Tom and Patty, a regular customer around 70 years old and an old cranky married couple. She was hitting on me and another worker all night, but it made me more worried about the conversation I had with Cody earlier that day. I started panicking again about ending up alone forever. This is when alcohol and insecurities mix in a bad way. I decided we need to see if I can even get another guy or anyone other than my coworker interested in me or if I'll be alone forever. I was going to flirt with Austin and see if he flirts back. Oh, P, no, don't stoop to your, your boyfriend's level. I mean, like, I, it sounds like you needed to break up with him, but this is not how to do it, OP. We love you. You're part of the okay gang, but don't do it. Austin was funny and sweet and sounds like a good guy. We went to the same school and I vaguely remember him and his friend group in the high school halls when I was in middle school. At the end of the night, I still didn't know if I had it or not. Bar was closing and I had to walk to my friend Mary's apartment a few blocks away. She works night shifts and lets me crash at her place when I shouldn't be driving. Austin also lives in that direction, but a little out of the way. Also, OP, like just because Austin might want to hook up with you doesn't mean he's going to want to stick with you for the long haul. It doesn't necessarily mean he's assuages your fear of being alone. I mean, like you could probably hook up with a lot of people, but does that mean they're going to be there for you? Like, I don't think so. You don't want to smash and dash. You don't want to smash and dash. He offered to walk me there and I gladly 
widely accepted. There have been a few abductions and murders over the past year. Right. Oh, so, so she wants someone to like make sure that she's safe. 1,113. There's a serial killer in your town. Oh if my gosh. He offered to walk me there and I gladly accepted. So I also figured, hey, one last shot. I wasn't going to sleep with him or anything. I'm terrified of catching something. I was hoping he'd lean in for a kiss and then I'd send him on my way. I think this is maybe a sign that the relationship isn't working if like this is what you're hoping for. Nothing happened, but we did realize Bill, a 35 male regular at the bar, was hanging out by my friend's apartment. Bill is a huge gossiper and kind of weird and does not leave in this direction on a normal night. So I offered Austin the couch at Mary's place. I take my friend's bed and I explain to Mary in the morning. That's when I heard stomping up the stairs and realized I hadn't been on my phone all night. Bill found my fiance on Facebook and told Cody we were basically getting it on while we were playing pool. Not true. My phone is always on silent, so I didn't hear him call. This also does look OP. I'm not going to lie. This looks really, really bad. Doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. Cody called Marie and told her to check on me, and she stopped her way in, saw Austin on the couch, and looked as if she was going to murder me. I explained nothing happened, and he's just crashing after walking me there, if that's okay. As I looked into her death stare, I realized I effed up. She kicked Austin to the curb and called Cody to tell him I was with a random guy in her house and he needs to pick me up. Marie went back to work and Cody arrived shortly. I sat him down on the couch and in my half drunk state tried explaining my actions as I described above. He started crying and said he wouldn't know how to survive without me. I'm slightly afraid he'd do something rash if we break up. Well, because I mean, they've been together since they were super young. So I mean, like they don't even know life without each other. Yeah, it's a really big deal. It's like it's like Loki, they were like married. Yeah. And they were going through, you go through so many different life stages when you're that young and they've been through all of that together. And so they're like, you're, you're really bonded at that point. You know, I feel like the spark is dead and I need to either confirm or deny the feeling that there might be better for me out there. And if you're feeling that, that might be true. I want to either eliminate the curiosity of dating around or realize I still love him and maybe pursue couples counseling. I mean, the option also is you take a break and there's a little bit more to the story, but like you've been together for so long, so early, I think it's normal to think like, oh, like what else is out there too? Like, I think you could take a break and explore other options and then come back after if you decide that is what you want. But Riley, what do you think? Have you taken a break before and then gotten back with that person? I have. Really? Yeah. How'd they go? I mean, we're broken up now, but... <laughs> Did you feel like the spark was gone? You were like, we're going to come back and then like leave and then come back? No, I didn't, I, I didn't think the spark was gone. Or, oh, it was more like just things weren't working out in the relationship and I'm like, like, it was just like, it was like a, like a bickering a lot and like I needed space. So it wasn't for the same reasons as OP, but I know of a friend who had never really been in like a super long-term relationship, met his girlfriend in college and he was like, hey, before I can fully commit to you, I really need to like see what else is out there. And so I need like six months just to like explore. And then I think after that I can really commit and he did some exploring and they are a very happy couple now. Wow. I've just, every time a girl's like, we should take a break we never get back yeah i mean sometimes it doesn't happen but like and that might happen in this case yeah but it seems like at the very least op needs to take a break if this these kinds of feelings are coming up there's a few problems with taking a break or breaking up though my car loan is partially in his name through his bank due to my bank offering bad rates when i was 18 and no credit my military life insurance death rights and last paycheck goes to him in case of death worst case scenario he kills me for insurance and takes my car not likely i joke when stressed but maybe i should think about a lawyer but before deciding maybe and also if you're worried about this maybe op is the reason people have or op's boyfriend is the reason people have been disappearing in this town <laughs> 
I'll be able to pay off my car in a couple months with a reenlistment bonus, but I still need to figure out how to transfer it to myself. For I'd love insight from others in similar dead sparks, broken engagements, or first relationships being long-term. Thank you in advance. So if you guys have been in any of these situations, please give OP advice in the comments. This is one of our own, and there is an update. So it has been about a week, and this time, let me look back on how unhappy I've been in the last year or so. I think my main doubts come from not dating and meeting different people. I just jumped in head first to my first relationship and thought if I broke up, it failed and I failed. I think I need to give him the option of taking a break or breaking up entirely so I can figure out who I am on my own and what I want. I plan to do it within the next couple of days and I'll keep you posted. OP, please keep us posted. If you're watching this right now, maybe write an update in the comments. But wow, I mean, this is a big step. I feel like the fact that you're having all these feelings probably elicits at least or needs at least a break. And I want to, Riley, I want to know what you think. And I also want to talk about the tear jar <laughs> that you have because um, I want to see it. I haven't seen this thing before. But yeah, what, what do you think first? I'll go grab it. But I think if you're in the relationship and you feel like you dived in head first and you're like, if I fell this relationship, then I fell, then you're not like, prioritizing yourself. You're like, sounds like your world is centered around their world. And you, if you're in a relationship, you need to be like good with yourself before you're with the other person. Cause it makes, it makes both parties even better. So I think it is smart that you are thinking about it and you're like thinking about like taking a step back. I think that's very, very wise of you to do that. It will be hard. It will be hard. It will be super hard. I mean, like becoming independent and then interdependent is a, uh, it's tough, but I think it is a necessary step. Like you will be long-term unhappier if you're dependent on someone for your happiness. Yeah. But speaking of happiness and sadness, <laughs> Riley told us on, uh, we guessed it on this other podcast, and he told me that every time, well, here, t tell me, t tell him, tell him about the tear jar. So we were, we were on pretty much done podcast with Julia, shout out. And she was talking about women manifesting like their partners and yeah. things like that. And they were asking us like, if we as guys, it was me. If guys do that. If guys do that. And I had like a little look on my face and they were like, what do you got, Riley? So I was like, one, uh, like my parents would pray for me to find someone. And then I told them about this tear jar that I have and uh, that I write letters to like my future wife. So cute. Sometimes I'll be like, after a breakup, I'll be sad and I'll like write and like some tears will go on it. Or like if I'm thinking about them, write them a little post-it note, be like, hey, hope you're doing all right. Haven't wrote in a while, actually, because I've been kind of like, kind of like, oh, does, does love really exist for me yes it does riley what do you mean it's just i'm not like been in that like headspace for a headspace while. in a while it yeah. definitely does exist for you for sure yeah but i've been kind of like i need to like kind of work on myself first and Agreed, then i can yeah. kind of like be thinking of that um but yeah i'll go i'll go grab it i'll go yeah, let you yeah, see it yeah. yeah i'm very excited okay That's so cute. I don't want to read it. I'm not going to read it. It's too personal. You can read it, but you can't. Okay. okay. I wonder what it is. This is this is very deep, deep, very deep stuff. Can you share the date on that? Did I write the date on it? 7-2-19. Oh, wow. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> I don't even know what that, what it says. Riley's going to make some woman very happy one day. Uh, maybe it's going to be one of the okay family, but <laughs> <laughs> well, we love you. Riley loves you. Yeah, we love you. And we'll see you in the next episode. See you soon. This is an so Sam, recently I've been really wanting to get back into skating, not like 
on a board. Yeah, but like, like roller skates. Roller, roller skates. skates. Well, you have already the dance moves, so I imagine if you got on skates, there's no stopping you. Exactly, but like, I got the skates. I love them. I'm excited. But my sister is like actually like a derby skater, like is legit. Oh. And she has like br- snapped her leg in half before. Oh. It's been bad. Seriously? Yes. This oh my is God. this is this yeah, is true. Yeah, her derby skating is nuts. They they, they go hard. They go hard. It makes me a little nervous. Um, but there is something I have in my back pocket that lets me just go hard in the paint and skate as hard as I want. Wait, to. what would it be? Uh, it's ZocDoc. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you. And instantly book appointments with them online. And these docs all have verified reviews from actual real patients. We're talking about booking appointments with tens of thousands of top-rated, patient-reviewed, credible doctors and specialists. And you can filter for the ones that take your insurance. And treat basically any condition you're searching for. And the typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 and 72 hours. Sometimes even the same day. I use ZocDoc, we use ZocDoc, and you should too! Go to ZocDoc.com slash OKOP and then download the ZocDoc app for free, then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's zocdoccom slash OKOP, ZocDoc.com slash OKOP. Let's get back to the show. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Episode from deep within the archives. Time for OKOP Rework. I'm having a baby girl, but my family demands a baby boy, so I want them out of my life. Get them out of there. Evict them. Put them on the streets. I mean, it's perfectly reasonable. It's just like, hey, just, just, uh, boom. Now it's a boy. Yeah. <laughs> just change it. It's, it's like a sea turtles, you know, like if it's warm, there's more boys. If it's cold, there's more girls. There we go. Just I, warm up the, to go to Florida. I for use a my bit. pregnancy powers to just, you know, shake it up. One, two, diddly do. You know how I have a diddly. That's exactly how it works. I female 27 am expecting my first baby with my husband. This is the first grandchild in the family for my in-laws. And they said that if the baby's a boy, that they'll give him my father-in-law's name. He passed away due to cancer. Hmm. And I had no problem with that. Thought it was great. So, you know, it's sweet. Like, hey, we'll give him the, da- uh, the dad's name if, if, if it's a boy. Great. This happened before we found out the gender of the baby. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. My husband and his family had me do things like attend prayers and do other rituals before the reveal at the doctors. To, to get ins- a boy? To ensure it was a boy. Ah, uh, nice. Yes. I didn't like it, but I went along with it just to keep the peace. The doctor appointment came and it turned out to be a girl. No. How dare you fetus. Grow a penis now. 
<laughs> my husband cried in the car. Oh, why? Why is he being such a baby? Right? It's like let the fetus be the baby. Yeah. Okay. Come on. We already got Don't one. Take responsibilities God. away from the you, fetus. You think you'd be crying like crying of sadness, like cry of joy? Yeah, dude. You're having a baby girl. Come on. And then he turned off his phone to hide from his family, but then he finally told them. His mom and the others made their frustrations and disappointment very clear, which bothered me because my daughter deserves to be celebrated. Yeah, facts, dude. But my family ghosted me for days until they finally started coming over and visiting constantly referring to my daughter as my son, claiming the results were false and basically pretending it's a boy. That's so weird, dude. It's, it's, it's the so Trump. Fucked. They're like trumping. Yeah, like, yeah. The, the baby I won gender. the election. <gasps> we, we won this baby gender. <laughs> you lose. It's false evidence. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> fake news you believe doctors they flush the real results down the toilet <laughs> now i had several fights with them after they refused to stop and my husband sided with them despite seeing how wrong and unreasonable what they were doing was we didn't speak for a while fair yeah sister-in-law called to apologize but then informed me that she arranged a baby shower for me i was so excited and happy but when i arrived i saw blue balloons blue cake and the father-in-law's name in decorations around the place <laughs> it was a trick dude that's so just rude. give it up oh i was so confused i had to sit down sister-in-law explained that they were still hoping the gender results are false and that it's a boy dude it's not <laughs> false stop <laughs> god but what if it is though dude imagine the baby's born and they're just like they just get like a prosthetic like squidward nose and he's like here, here, it's, it's okay. a boy put on this strap on baby yeah, you are like, now a man they're like all right we'll forego our conservative values to put a yeah, strap on, on this baby <laughs> right i looked at my husband and he agreed with her the husband also is denying the results no and he was there my God, I lost my temper and yelled at all of them, calling them delusional and telling them to stop treating my daughter like she's unwanted and act like she doesn't exist by throwing a party for their imaginary grandson. The mother-in-law broke down crying. I took my bag and I left. Good. I mean, you don't need to freaking go through this abuse. Dude. No, not at all. They started yelling and my husband followed me outside and started arguing about how I insulted his family and his dad's memory by acting like that. Why? I really want to know what the dad's name is. Seriously. I told him to wake up and see the insanity in his family's behavior. He said they needed time to process the fact that it's a girl, not a boy, as they inspected and insisted I play along and that they'll soon get over it. I said, absolutely not <laughs> and demanded that he take me home to which he said, no. So I called an Uber and left. He wouldn't even drive her home. Good God. This is your wife carrying your child. He was fuming and he called 15 times. And then he just texted me saying that he won't be coming home till I get my ass over here and apologize for ruining everything they've done for me and accusing them of being mentally unstable. 
Oh my God. I don't get how you have these relationships and you don't see the red flags before this moment. The, like the whole family, like yeah. there had, there had to be signs. There had like, to be signs. This is crazy. I haven't responded yet. He's constantly pressuring me to get right with his family before we even talk about anything else. Divorce. Divorce. <laughs> Do divorce. It. One way, one way. It's what? always divorce. Yes. All right. Well, I think there's a couple of things. It's just, it's so fucked up that certain families are like, we have to have a male heir or like a son. It's, it, it, I feel like it just makes women feel unwanted or like the babies feel unwanted. But two, can't they just have like another baby? Like why, why does this have to be the end all be all? And, and it's like, and no one even proposed like, oh, maybe we could just either give the name or maybe if it's like, I don't know, a female version of the name, if that's what they really want to do. Like there's 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 options. There's so many options and like delusion doesn't have to be one of them. It's these kinds of family dynamics where it's like, OK, like even if your husband is great, you marry you marry into the family. Mm -hmm. And if your husband is not on your side you are dealing with all the baggage that is coming with that. You're screwed. Yeah. What, what, who else do you have left? The whole family, including your husband. Yeah, dude, you're, you're you get wrecked. Yeah. I had, I, I dated a girl that had a crazy family and it was not fun at all. It was terrible, terrible. Did like, would you like go over and they like, get in fights or like, dude, just... this is the dumbest thing ever. So, and this is like things that had happened before, but I went to, I went camping with my girlfriend. Right. And we post a picture of like a tent on a mountain top and just like us in front of it. We're like, you know, we're wearing hiking our gear. We're like, we're camping, right? Yeah. I get uh, comments from her family saying, take this down, take this down. Right. I'm like, wait, what the heck? What, what, what's going on? And then her dad and her mom are like, how dare you flaunt? You're having sex with our daughter. We know what your dirty things you're doing in that tent. Delete this now. And I'm like, bro, what? We're fucking going camping and you're being like cr crazy. Be absolutely crazy. And that was not the first time. But like, the, and then the dad was like, I'm going to punch that punk's head. And like, and I'm like, bro, we just went freaking camping. The question is though, did you hit it? Oh, of course, dude. <laughs> we hit it inside and outside the tent. But we're not making like OnlyFans content out here. I'm just, yeah, I'm just, yeah. I'm just, this is a picture of us. Look at this hot piece of ass I just hit. hit it in the tent. You think this tent is bitched? Wait until you see the other tent I bitched. <laughs> Hey there, beautiful. You just reached the OKOP hotline. It's so hot. You got two big, fat, sexy thumbs. Big, sexy thumbs. You know what we want you to do with those thumbs? Stick those little piggies right to Spotify and slide them in OKOP's about section and rate five stars. Or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, God. You're going to make me comments on how many five-star reviews we received. Thanks, beautiful.